everyone. Welcome to Buzzing About Romance podcast. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And um, you lost your train of hey, thought there. We are starting year three. No, I'm excited. We're starting year three of the podcast. This drops on June 26th. On June 25th was our two year anniversary. Three year so anniversary. this is oh. the first episode. This is the first episode of year three. I got confused there for a second. <laughs> Numbers are Numbers hard. Numbers are hard. Anyway, I'm excited. It's exciting. It's very exciting. This is like year one um, and a half for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really more. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess year one it's and a half. It's been a while. It's been a wild ride. So Long let me tell you a wild. quick story though. So Becky and I talk almost every day. And so my husband happened to be home the other day and I was talking to Becky and he's like, you know, she's going to get sick and tired of talking to you. I'm like, but she's the one who called me. He's like, I don't know. If I didn't talk to Leah, I wouldn't really talk to anybody, but like the husband. What did you do when I was on vacation? I spent a lot of time talking to the husband and the kids. They missed me. Didn't I think I might've called Heather and Carolina a couple of times, but the husband anyway. and the kids missed um, me too. <laughs> they probably did. They were like, Leah, come back. Our mom is insane. And okay, then, tell everyone what we're talking about on this episode because I'm uh, excited. It is such a good episode, a wonderful interview. On this episode, we are chatting with author, besties, and podcast host, Kay Webster and Misty Walker. They are the hosts of the Open Book Besties podcast along with both being chart-topping authors. Let's get into that interview. Welcome to the podcast, Christy and Misty. Oh, I didn't do that before. That <laughs> No, you're going to get them mixed up and it's going to be real bad. Becky's terrible with names, so you can just, even if you hear the wrong name, just keep on like powering through. <laughs> At least our names rhyme. That's true. <laughs> Um, I sometimes put uh, post-it notes on my screen. We had an author interview with like Max Monroe and I had to figure out who was Max and who was Monroe. And then I put posties on their screen because <laughs> I'm really bad. First. <laughs> um, so we are so excited to have you guys joining us for this episode. Um, both of you have been on our wish list for a minute mm-hmm. and I, actually listen to your podcast also open book besties and so i'm always interested to talk to other podcasters i think it's super interesting i don't even consider us real podcasters like we just we just wing it every time we just wing it honestly so do we (laughs) two weeks ago leah went on vacation I did not have an episode planned because I was grumpy for most of the spring. And I'm like, I don't know what we're talking about. And because we're still fairly new, I don't take, I try to keep our schedule the way it is and don't do like summer breaks or season breaks. And I didn't have an episode. So I spent a whole Friday night texting one of our contributors nonstop. Like, do you want to talk about this subject? She's like, nope. Do you want to talk about this subject? She's like, nope. I was like, shit we had like four days and i basically come up with a topic and i'm like hey we're talking about this <laughs> we usually come up with our topic like i don't know right before we go on yeah 
like 10 minutes before we're like, what are we going to talk about? And she's like, you know, we could talk about this. And I'm like, we could talk about that. And then we decide on something and then boom, we just go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Zero but, preparation. But don't you think sometimes it's I feel like you get the best conversations that way though, because it's so organic and so natural. And like, you don't have to, you're not thinking about all these ideas like beforehand. Yeah. Our, our very first podcast, we tried to go down through an outline and it was so stiff and so awkward that we ended up re-recording our first one. And we did it without an outline because apparently we're not outline people. And, um, her, her husband, he produces our stuff too, but not like live. We just give him the finished product and he does whatever he does. And he was like, you guys are so much funnier in the second one. The other one, y'all sound like robots. And I was like, yep, I guess we just have to fly by the seat of our pants. That's what we are. Um, the well, first you episode- had somebody tell you the truth on it though. Right. Then you weren't like listening and they're like, oh no, why did we put this out there? We, we knew it was, oh, yeah. we knew it was trash. <laughs> yeah. My husband is the first one to tell us when we did not hit an episode. <laughs> he does not shy away from it. Well, and, and the last time we did one, I actually moved my screen to where it would cover my root situation because my roots were growing out. And he was like, you need to tell Christy to move her camera. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. It was done on purpose. And he was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh because explain. do you guys upload video too then for yours right oh, we do. that's why i was asking if, if this one was going to be videoed because i was like oh, do i have to put on makeup <laughs> yeah that was both of us we were like please say we don't have to put on makeup today <laughs> nope. oh nope because half the time i come after i've had a shower and like... mm-hmm. i have like my like one, i have one of those like towels for your hair like i'll record with that on my head <laughs> we're, we're, we look pretty rough some days well no, one we... time i told i told misty one time i said you know um why don't you be on the screen and i'm just gonna have the screen be black for me and she said no <laughs> She made me go put on makeup, and I was like, oh, I was so mad that day. Remember, I was so butthurt. Yeah, you were pretty butthurt about it. You're always butthurt when you have to put on makeup, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I actually emailed you guys. It was like, uh, do I have to wear makeup? Yeah, you did. She emailed me. I'm like, I don't even wear a bra half the time, so no. I was like, yes. no. <laughs> um, I think one time you should go, like, get a Batman mask, and instead of wearing yeah. makeup, wear a Batman <laughs> a good idea Ty will lose his mind <laughs> that would be amazing and wonderful so great. such a good idea I'm gonna like you should get just get like a whole bunch of masks and just yes. like filter through them Ooh, I love it I wish Avery that I could just like has, have a filter your daughter Avery has quite a few masks that you could cycle through oh yeah she does I could be <laughs> that. like a hillbilly <laughs> Oh, wait, I already am. <laughs> <laughs> and um, check. And check. <laughs> okay, so let's get to know you guys a little bit as author, readers, before we get into all the podcasting type stuff. Um, so are both of you readers of romance along with being authors? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Huge yeah. readers. Totally. And and we we read different kinds of romance. A lot of times, I mean, we... Me and Misty kind of both love MM romance, obviously, you know, Briggs Ferry Bay, but 
we also she loves like really just you know nasty romance and then i will read like ya romance where there's like not you know hardly any kind of nastiness in it and but it, but like everything in between like i've got her to read aliens before and she's not into it and she's got me to read some strange things before that i don't normally read but we do love romance it's like it's our main thing it's, um, it's kind of ironic that you read like the semi-clean YAs because you don't write anywhere close to that. <laughs> I know. I just love them. And she's always like, this is boring. They're not doing anything. And I'm like, they had an almost kiss. It was so romantic. <laughs> and she's like, an almost kiss? And the book gets closed. Yes. <laughs> I'm out. Is there a 12-year-old somewhere? Here, here, come take your book. <laughs> I, well, and it's funny is I, I actually refer books to her teen and preteen daughters and I'm like oh you know they would love this and there's you know no sexy times in it and she's like okay because she always has to come to me and like what should I you know have my daughters read because she doesn't know because she doesn't read that stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah I have a 17 year old and she is really into queer romances and I wasn't really thinking much of it um but she was like I want a book and so I gave her Roan Parish's uh better than people mm-hmm. and <laughs> Someone else said to me, they're like, Becky, that's like open door. And I'm like, she's 16. It's fine. Yes. And she also walks into the conversations that we have. So Right. We have the dirty, open nasty conversations. Nothing, right? This yeah, poor yeah. child. Yeah. So she, know. she, knows, she knows what she's reading. She's, <laughs> and she's actually older th- than when I started reading. I picked up my first romance at 13. I started reading Jude Devereaux, who has never written a closed door romance in her life. Mm-hmm. So... And those, some yeah, of those my old ones are year old, I'm not even trying to keep her away from it anymore. She's like, oh, I'll just skip through it. And I don't know if she really does or not. But honestly, she is my one that like I can actually talk to about things. And she's on her own when we watched Twilight for the first time was like, mom, why doesn't she just get with Edward and Jacob? I don't understand. <laughs> like, why can't they all three be together? So I'm not worried about her, but my oh. older daughter, she is like, she walks into my office and just instantly turns red because, you know, <laughs> I have all of the books and everything. So, well, and you had squishy people. penises. You had squishy penises yeah. for a while too. Well, and what's funny is yeah. I have one of her little squishy peens over on my sister's desk when she works and my daughter, she's 11 and she walks over there and she picks it up and she's like, mom, what's this? What's this? What's this? And she's squishing it away. And I was like, and I just start giggling. And I said, Ava, that's a penis. And she said, no, it's not. It's a mushroom. And I was like, yeah, it's a mushroom. Just, just yeah. put, it down. put the mushroom down. Go play. <laughs> yeah. It was super awkward, but yeah, now she she doesn't pick it up and squish on it anymore. <laughs> Scarter. She doesn't want to touch that mushroom anymore. Yeah, that's a weird mushroom. <laughs> I bought some lipstick size vibes for a giveaway for an event we were doing for our community. And my boy child, who is now 19, so this was last fall, the box came from Amazon. He's like, what is this? Mom? I'm like, I don't know. I had stuff coming. And he opens it and he's like, seriously seriously mom and I was like what is it and he's like vibrators I'm like yeah dude I'm sorry 
it, it's right. the nature of the job. I'm sorry. It really is the nature of the job and it takes away like all embarrassment in the family, you know, like everything is just off limit or, you yeah. know, you can talk about anything at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I did have a coffee cup from Melissa Foster and it had the cover of one of her books on it. And so like I had in the kitchen, like I was pouring my coffee mug and my husband's like, do you think you should use that? Cause my kids are 11 and eight and he likes to shelter them a little bit. And I'm like, it's really, it's a book cover. It doesn't hurt anything. He's like, why don't you keep that one in your office? I was like, <laughs> okay. I had my, I don't embarrass easy and I usually can talk about anything, but I had my first embarrassing moment last weekend. My girl child, we had families over that are her, the parents and families of her best friends. And on the side of my fridge, I have, do you remember the little magnet word tiles from mm. the early 2000s that were the magnet poetry and stuff? Well, I bought a bunch we of them. We both have those on our fridge. Right, we do. Okay. <laughs> so I bought the explicit words and, the, and then the descriptive sexual word ones uh, to do TikToks with for quotes and stuff. And my girl child alphabetized them and made them look very nice <laughs> on the refrigerator. <laughs> And one of her friends has two younger siblings, so eighth and sixth grade. And I was like, and one of the moms was like, Becky, did you read the side of your fridge? And I'm like, shit. Like, I made sure there were no, like, naked men covers. I was trying to be really, really good with all these people coming over. And um, I'm like, damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. So anyway, some of the kids read them. Some of the kids did not read them. But the one kid, one little girl um, I think she's 11 or 12. She read the word Gentile and gentle, not genital. Uh-huh. And she was telling her parents that she did read a lot of the G words, but she saw the word gentle and Gentile and then just kind of moved on. And then fast forward to the next day, they're at church and it's their Bible study. And they're oh, talking no. about who are Jewish and who are the Gentiles and all this. And all oh. her parents can sit there and think about is all the genitals come to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh God. Anyway, <laughs> that was the worst. The my worst. entire family is Mormon and they are all getting ready to embark upon my house in two weeks. And I am just panicking, like thinking my entire bookshelf is right inside like the open space. So I I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know my brother will kill me if his kids see like an abs cover or something, yeah. you know? Oh my so. gosh. Oh my god! You could be one of those crazy people who put like the pages out instead of like the spine. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. But there's like, you know, squishy peens and crocheted <laughs> peens and like all my book covers are all over my office and one of them has to stay inside my office. So I don't know. It's just, it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him just don't look. <laughs> Don't, don't look anywhere. Just wear a blindfold the whole time. I know. Yeah. Stickies everywhere. Don't look behind here. <laughs> and my well, kids, I was, they have those squishy peens everywhere. Like they, they get a kick out of them. So they're It's like a nerf dart. You just find yeah. And they have like a little place. suction cup on them. So they just stick them like to the, <laughs> to the railing, to the TV, to they're oh. everywhere. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Tell your brother they're mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that works. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um so one of the things that we're kind of curious about is being authors is what has being an author taught you about yourself 
You go first. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was about to say, Misty, why don't you take the lead? I know. I had to like get it in there real quick before you threw Darn it at you. me. Darn you. Okay. Um, I feel like being an author has taught me. I, gosh, that is a hard question. Um, See, and I thought that'd be a really easy. <laughs> oh, really? Like, okay. Like, I guess I learn a lot about myself in the ways that not I mean I guess not being a writer but like being an author like the whole business side of it I can sometimes be a diva and like super particular about things that I don't realize I do until other people work for me and then I hear myself like my sister my sister works for me and she comes over a couple days a week and sometimes she'll say now Christy do you really, really need this done? Or is this just one of your weird little things that you're doing that isn't going to matter in two days? Because I don't want to spend eight hours making this spreadsheet that you're never even going to open again. And I'm like, oh, I'm kind of a diva. Okay, so maybe I don't need that spreadsheet. You know, in like, that's just something I've learned about myself. Like I'm, I'm so like super hyper-focused about making this a success that, you know, my like, my standards of everything has to be like way up here. And sometimes it's just kind of out of control and way over the top. And luckily I have, you know, someone who loves me who's sitting there going now, okay, this is a little bit weird. And, and Misty, when you worked for me, you would do the same thing, like bring me down a little bit and be like, okay, it's kind of, you know, out there, Christy, you need to calm down. You know, you're, you're being a little diva and nobody ever sees that side. It's just the people that work for you. So thankfully they love me. <laughs> That's like a negative. When our sister first started taking over some of my responsibilities, um, she, I gave her access to our Google Drive and she opened it and was like, what is all of this? And I was like, you're going to learn real fast that you're going to be making a whole lot of spreadsheets that never get touched. Never. <laughs> Yes, I make I, docs. Yes, I, I have so, so many, many documents. That, I can't. I can't even tell you how many spreadsheets. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like I want to organize my thoughts, and I feel like a spreadsheet will will do it, and I can't do it myself. I mean, I can make a spreadsheet, but I can't seem to get it out of my brain. So if I tell somebody else, maybe they can make the spreadsheet, and then it'll make sense. And then once I get it out of my brain and it's on the spreadsheet, I don't need it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Christy, spreadsheets are your love so language. True. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You should make a shirt. Yeah. Spreadsheets <laughs> are a love language. Mm -hmm. Or make me a spreadsheet, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the better t-shirt. I would wear that. My sister would die. <laughs> <laughs> make it um, part of her uniform. <laughs> oh, no, she has a uniform when she comes to work. Uh, yeah, I would Spreadsheet, bitch. <laughs> No, I, I bought her a, a fangirl shirt one time and I told her that was her uniform and she had to wear it every day. <laughs> she did. But that's because she loves me and she's hilarious too, so. <laughs> she's like, oh. See, and here, well, okay, so Misty, now the question is yours. What has being an author taught you about yourself? Uh, it's taught me to be freaking humble. Oh. Uh, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like when you first 
say you're going to write a book and you write it and you think like, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> like anybody who opens this book is going to just be a better person for reading it. They are going to just, you know, every single word is going to be the best word they've ever read ever. And then you get a bad review and you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, it's definitely taught me to be humble. Um, <laughs> and also, I, you know, it's okay. not easy when you first put out a book. Most people don't just take off. And I even had, you know, leg a leg up that most new authors don't have. And it still is just such a struggle. And no matter how awesome you think you are, like you still have to struggle. So yeah, yeah it de definitely taught me to be humble. Yep. I can feel that. I thought you were going to be like, oh, it taught me I had this kink or that I really like my guys to have beards or like that. I thought it'd be a fun, easy question. Yeah, <laughs> you guys no, gave us like, like really nice in-depth answers. They went for the thoughtful, not the dirty. Right. <laughs> um, I think being an author, not that we, Leah and I are not authors. We will fix your words. We do not plan to we ever write, write the words. words ever not our game um but being an indie podcaster is is similar um when someone tells you they hate what you do you don't do enough you're kind of like oh oh yeah oh, okay yeah we we aren't we aren't famous famous enough yet so our 37 followers they haven't told us anything yet yeah and i think that's because we're all of our family yeah. <laughs> and me they love us yeah so far nobody said anything christy don't don't undersell us Ooh, you're what, pushing what, the triple digits there oh okay oh good i mean <laughs> we it's like my son has a youtube channel and he has 23 followers and it like bumped up no it like he told me the other day he's like it's 23 now like he was so excited uh -huh. that's how we get <laughs> yeah. uh we get the same way we charted in columbia mm-hmm for the podcast, neither one of us speaks Spanish, but it was like the biggest deal ever. I'm like, we charted, oh, yeah. we so beat out well, NPR. We're very popular in Chile. <laughs> yes, and cool. Costa Rica. Wow. And Costa well, Rica. Yes. What's Are funny, even in Chile? What's funny is me and Misty just this morning were talking about how we're going to take a foreign language together and we're going to take Spanish. So look at us. We're going to have a leg up too. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> totally well. Um, and I don't know what it is about us that, I mean, we beat NPR open air one week. Really? Wow. And I was like, what did y'all say? What was your, your, uh, I don't even know, but it was in Columbia. So, interesting. um, interesting, but we'll, we'll take I it. I had no idea that we were in the presence of such <laughs> right? I told <laughs> Leah, I said, you know how on Amazon you can get like number one bestseller flags for like in medical fiction. Mm -hmm. I was like, can we put like top 100 podcast and in really yeah. small letters, Chile? In Chile? Right. In Chile. <laughs> you totally could do it. We should. We should. Um, it's That's fun. Important. We love it. I mean, we do. We have a very active listener from Brazil, but um, I don't know anyone that listens to us in Chile, and I hope they would reach out to us. I can use Google Translate. <laughs> That's cool. Maybe they will. <laughs> um, Maybe. So how did you two meet? 
Because you do not live in the same area. But did you used to live in the same area? No. No. Uh, She asked her reader group if there was someone that needed or someone that would um, come in as like a PA for her, like a virtual PA. And I filled Mm -hmm. out the application. I wasn't an author. I was just a reader of hers back then. I don't even know how many years ago that was. It was a lot of years ago. A long time ago. So that's how we met is I was working for her. Yeah. And I worked for her up until like three months ago when I was like, finally, because I kept asking her like, you know, I think it's time for me to quit. She's like, no, no, you can't. She kept hinting. And I was like, I know this is a hint. And until she comes out and says it, she, she is not leaving me. (laughs) It's not like it was a divorce. It was a step aside. Finally, though, I was like, she was having a stress, a stressful moment, like getting um, projects done and stuff. And I, and then I saw, like, I could see, like, she was overwhelmed. And I was like, okay, now I'm just being selfish. And so I, I said, you know, if you need to be done with this, I get it. And she's like, yes. (laughs) So, but we, we kind of had like a, a weird little spot there because she was like, well, now I feel like you're not going to tell me anything. I'm like, you're still my best friend. That doesn't change. Like, you know, now I just don't have to pay you. I have to give that money to Holly now, my sister. <laughs> the thing, I'm sure you guys talk just as much, if not more than you did when she was working for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we yeah. talk the same and, and we still do our podcast together. It was just, it was sad because we're, I mean, I'm very, um, clinging to the people that that work for me or whatever or I guess the better words I'm like very loyal to them and I'll keep them forever um but like like I had my like closet or like don't <laughs> leave me do not leave me because you know she did all this awesome stuff for me and I never even had to tell her she just did it like she knew what I wanted she knew she was in my brain and it's really hard to like lose that and then pass the torch to someone else because I mean it has to be another person that I really trust because you know I need somebody to get I I don't know I couldn't just pick just anybody and and the thing with Misty is when I put out that form she was the person I wanted she was the person that commented on stuff and she I just got this really good vibe from her and I was like I didn't want to go right out and ask her because I was like you know I thought that was weird just go ask some random person will you be my assistant but I wanted her and you know she was the first person that signed up out of like hundreds of people like I had a lot of like feedback a lot. but she was number one I was like yes and so I was like you're hired <laughs> old you know it's meant to be I love that mm-hmm. and for um, as different as we are we know each other so well that we know like what the other person's gonna say or you know what the other person wants without even saying it out loud like we just know each other so so well mm-hmm. so it was a really good working relationship and really you know but yeah but and, and I'm that's too what, busy I know you're too busy and and I you know I, I think that's why we still do good with our podcast and like Briggs Ferry Bay and stuff because we still have that like really good working dynamic but it's just a little bit different now yeah what made you guys decide to do the Briggs Ferry co-write series so the thing about christy is that she hyper focuses on things and at the time it was like she was reading one two mm romances a day and just really 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 wanted to you know really into it and so we kind of just 
she asked if I would want to do like not a co-write but you know write inside Mm -hmm. the same world and I love MM romance so I was all over it and we we nerded out so bad when we made that town like oh did I not make like roads and photoshop and like little buildings and trees and lakes and I mean like I was like into it so so that way we would be like you know we would know what was going on in this town and and if you turned left what building this what like it was it was really fun (laughs) it was like playing the sims (laughs) yeah it was I love that though because you don't get that there's very few authors who think out a town that thoroughly and create like from the get-go like they're always like, oh, I modeled it after this or modeled it after that. But to create that town from scratch, like that's pretty amazing. Yeah, we, we even wanted to like make like a, a travel brochure, you know, with like a map mm-hmm. of the town. So I think we paid like three different Fiverr <laughs> people to make us towns and none of them could bring it together in the way that was in our heads. So then we were like, eh, whatever. Well, because- but we still have our original little, you know. Right. Christy map. <laughs> I know. It, it's so funny and it's so cheesy looking, but we totally should just, we should put that like on a little card and give it out as swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should. People would love um, that. I will tell you when we had our discussion on, we did, um, I'm going to say it. Focus. Kyan's Focus. I was getting there. I had to look at the word to make sure I said it right. I'll just, I'll just say it. Um, the very first question we asked was, who's moving? who's going and everyone was like all of us we are all moving um (laughs) one of our podcast people though did want to know if she can find the underwear she wants to buy the underwear (laughs) oh just was obsessed with the underwear (laughs) that was Gretchen yeah yeah I think she messaged me about it too and I'm like I'm sorry I don't know (laughs) it probably she probably did um I'm sure she did (laughs) That's funny because basically when you make up something in a book, how many people really want to see it or hold it or buy it or own it? And it's so funny. And you're like, no, I literally just made this up. And they, they're like, uh, what? You know, like, I can't believe it. in their day. Right? <laughs> Which is uh, why, like, when I wrote in the glow in the dark lube, I made sure I could find that somewhere and have bottles in stock because mm-hmm. I knew, I just knew everybody was going to want glow in the dark lube after that. Mm-hmm. Well, and everyone wants to go to the club. They're like, we need the club and, you know, to do all of that. And it was fun. And um, that book, but as much as those books are sweet, like small town, you guys deal with some pretty heavy topics in those books. Like this one had really dealt with grief and grief doesn't have a timeline. And um, it was just such a great story. But the other ones too aren't just like fun, quirky little small town. They like have some pretty big topics that you guys are covering. Was that kind of your purpose? Or you just, you just wrote what came to you? I, I think that me and Misty both are very like deep emotion writers and so no matter what we do, like whatever book that we go into, like that, we're going to bring that, you know? And so even though we had our, our site set on this like small town, you know, fun little feel, and it does have that fun little feel with, you know, the moments of lighterness, but 
lighterness that's not even a word but um it it doesn't it, it's it's i don't know it just it's like we brought you know our our normal writing styles to it to add on to that and make it like that much better I guess. when you created the series did you um plan out the books as a whole or did you plot books individually well we we kind of came up with like you know like I wanted to write a story about a, a sheriff and a B&B &B owner and then she's like yeah and so then we started like kind of seeing how we could link the characters so like the sheriff's ex-boyfriend was Kian from Kian's Focus so they're they're like a little bit connected so we would you know not not so much so that they could just they could read out of order if they wanted to but mm -hmm. um <clears throat> that was like the whole point like we want them to read like if they picked up her book first then they would go back and be interested in the sheriff and go read his book you know or whatever and so um yeah i mean i we had ideas it was more like we we set up the characters and the couplings and and made those like exist and then put those in like a little document or whatever and then we would write our stories and try to you know pull in hints mm. from different people or whatever and you know, so I don't know if that answers the question. Well, it yes, it, your series did. And you did just that because a lot of people read Kyan's focus first because we I like to machete the series. That's kind of my gig. I like to make people read books out of out. order. Um, <laughs> and more than half were like, damn it, Becky, now we have to go back and read book one and we're going to read the rest of the books. And I'm like, <clears throat> you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well that's that that's was like the a, issue yeah and that's the the fun of like writing books in a world is you you put in just enough hints that it's not a series i mean it doesn't have to be read in a series so you know she's in her book you'll see sheriff in my book you'll see her characters and so it's like you get just enough of them that you want their story too and then i, I don't know and it, it it's just a it's just a fit it's just a a way for us to make you want to read all the books <laughs> mm -hmm. get you really uh, invested good job good job <laughs> although missy you kind of do that with your biker series because i was just gonna read yeah. birdie um you know i was dabbling looking for different motorcycle clubs and i was just just gonna read birdie's biker five books later i'm like cheese and rice what happened i didn't really have time to read them all but i did totally did oh i'm glad you did Those yeah, rabbit I, holes are deep. I don't know if it's a good marketing <laughs> method to not have them you know have to be read in order yeah. but i have the world's worst memory like the, I'm serious. Like I will forget something two seconds after you tell me. And so for me to write something that like carries on a plot line is just a nightmare waiting to happen. So <laughs> there's, there's a very good chance that that will never, ever be something you'll see from me. <laughs> well, and Leah appreciates that because Leah doesn't love cliffhangers, which don't. they don't bother me. I read but Christie's. I will say, okay. No, so <laughs> Christy has the Cinderella series with Winston. So I did good, not you realize so it was a trilogy when I That's first right. started it. And I got to the end of book one and I, I literally, like I threw my Kindle because I was so mad because it was over. 
<laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah. And then she did it again uh-huh. in book well, two. And then there was like quite again, a gap. I didn't realize it was a trilogy. <laughs> I binge read those. And then I went back and looked at the time between book two to book three. And I'm like, Leah, you had to wait like three whole months it or was four whole months. Worst. And she's like, yeah, the we're worst. not talking about that. I still have PTSD. I'm like, okay, sister. Relax. That's so funny. <laughs> That's how I am with cliffhangers too. And Christy, she, she doesn't mind them so much, but I, I'm that same way. I will not read. Christy's the only one that I will read because I usually read her books before, like as she's writing them. And mm-hmm. so she's the only one that I'll do that for, but anybody else I'm like, Nope. There's another series that I just started reading again. I didn't realize it was going to be a trilogy cliffhanger, but the worst part is they don't even have sex yet. At the end of book two, there has not been any sex. Oh, yeah. That's a deal breaker for me. (laughs) It's so good though. And I just can't stop. (laughs) Um, It's a deal breaker for me too, because I actually, we came up with our, is it? (laughs) <laughs> one book, Leah. One book. It was a Christmas novella. It doesn't count. I don't like Christmas. Um, you still asked me to read it, though. I did. Um, <laughs> I got so frustrated. So when I joined Book Talk and I'm seeing all these book recommendations, and I'm like, oh, they're saying this book's really spicy. And I'm like, I'm going to read this. And then I read it. And there's like no sex until like 80% into the book. And then Leah had me read a book and there's no sex till 96% into the book. It was was 98%. And I'm like, what (laughs) the hell? What the hell, people? So we created POP, which is put out percentage. Mm -hmm. It is the percentage of the book I have to read before there is on page sexy times. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Because I need to like... You know, we need to temper know. expectations. Yeah, don't tell me a book is spicy and there's like four kisses in one sex scene. That is not a spicy book. Yeah. But anyway, I have I have very strong feelings about that. Um, okay, for both of you, if you could have everyone read one of your books, and it could be like a trilogy, it could be a series, which one would you have them read? Your turn. You go first this time. (laughs) It would be Conversion. That was the second book that I wrote, and it's the one I'm most proud of. And I think it's I think it's the one that gets me the most attention. Even though it's not on Book Talk, you don't ever see it. But um, as far as like Amazon and stuff goes, it's always been my bestseller. It's always gotten me the most feedback from readers that just tell me you know how amazing it was for them so I'm answering with conversion conversion what about you Miss Christy what's the one book and it could be a trilogy or duet what's the one book you wish everybody would if they would had to read one of your books what book do you want them to read um I feel like I don't know. Maybe Whispers in the Roars. I knew you were going to say that one. Yeah, it's a standalone and it's got one of those WTF storylines and it it kind of, 
you know, it just kind of like blows your mind when you finally get to that point. And I feel like it's just a good example of my writing style. Like you've got some taboo elements, you've got just some psychological elements, you've got some suspense and, you know, steamy so time. Good. And, so, and so good. it's just, I just felt like, and it's a standalone. So it's like, they don't have to commit very yeah. very much and and it's the book that's made me the most money of all my books so I feel like it's also like Miss you was saying like you know the readers that's the one that they respond to a lot and have the most to say about and um and I make the most money out of it so if obviously the readers agree that it's one of my best books so yeah, we used to ask authors like, where should people start with your books because you have such a big backlist? And then I thought about it and I'm like, that's really a hard question to ask because you want to say, start at the beginning, come mm -hmm. with me on my whole journey. But sometimes what you wrote five years ago is not the same that you're writing now, but right. there might be a book back in those days that really spoke not just to your heart, but to your readership's heart. And those are the books we want because those are the books that are going to hook people mm -hmm. in and keep coming back for your stories and your writing style. So you're the first of our uh, interviews to get that. <laughs> New question. Well, I don't want people to read my very first book and go in that order because, you know, I just feel like I've grown so much. I want to hook them on a really good book and then they can mm -hmm. go back after they love me and read some of my older stuff. And then they will be more... Um, maybe nice about it because they they like me but if that's where they start they're going to be like ooh, I don't like her and then they aren't going to try any of my like really good books yeah and that's fair okay so <laughs> let's talk about the podcast open book besties um open book besties is a bi-weekly show where besties usa today best-selling romance author Kay webster and misty walker discuss writing publishing and most importantly books I love your show. It is like two best friends just talking books, which you are uh, two best friends. But you guys have like a really neat perspective because you also do the author side of it. Um, we often tell people, Leah and I, we are romance readers first and always. We both work in publishing, but we are romance readers first and always. So our perspective is always going to be from the reader. Um, and mm -hmm. you guys kind of talk from the other side. So I loved that. Um, how long have you guys been putting out episodes? We just, we hit, just our hit our one year. year. Yeah, we just hit one year like last month. And um, we actually kind of changed. We were kind of just doing whatever. And we decided to buckle down more on the author type stuff because it seemed like we have a lot of authors who listen to us, mm -hmm. um, which was surprising to us. And um, they, and it's good because me and Misty have two different kinds of, you know, she's, she's, we're just so different. I mean, we're alike, but we're different in enough ways that we can offer two different kind of like perspectives. So the things that I do and how long have I've been doing stuff and the way I'm set in my ways, but then she also has other, you know, ways that she's learned and we just have different things that we bring to the table. And I think that makes it um, fun. And we try to make it relatable so that, you know, people can realize that we're just two moms 
just winging it over here, writing our books, having a good old time and trying to make a little bit of money off of it, you know? And so I think people can kind of realize that, okay, they seem like they have their crap together, but really behind the scenes, when we get to hear them, they really don't have their crap together. They're just holding it together with band-aids, you know? So <laughs> there is a realism to your podcast that I really like kind of the band-aids we see, you know, the fumbles and stuff like that. And I like that you guys kind of give honest talk and you don't just try to polish and shine everything up because sometimes being an author is hard. Yeah, it is. It really is. And, and we try to, you know, we will never be mean to people or anything like that, but you know, sometimes it's like, you know, we need to let people know like this isn't okay. So if you're like out there doing that kind of thing, maybe like rein it in a little bit. Cause it's, you know, maybe there are things that people don't realize that they're doing that we've learned from experience of watching others or, or doing them ourselves that it, it didn't pan out. It didn't work. It didn't, you know, and so it's like, we're trying to like pass on all of our little tips that we've learned and it, you know, through our little trials and errors. And so hopefully it helps. And what inspired... Christy's been publishing forever and I've only been publishing for three years. So only. I feel like we both have, you know, pretty unique perspectives on things. But you've been publishing for three years. That's yeah. pretty stinking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got a million books too. Yeah. That you did that. So don't act don't like three years is just right. nothing. You've been publishing for three years. Like a baby. Yeah. Uh, still a baby author. You're not a baby. You're a superstar. But say. if I say I'm a baby, then I can blame all of my mistakes on that. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm clinging on to it with my nails. <laughs> Do you have, in like when Misty's been publishing 13 years, I'm still a baby author. Yeah. <laughs> she'll still, she'll be still saying that. <laughs> That's so Meanwhile, funny. I'll Meanwhile, I'll still be asking her, like, Misty, how do I do TikTok? For <laughs> <laughs> the record, she refused to do TikTok. Like, we're absolutely refused it. No, I'm not going to, block, you know. And then someone talked about one of your books, and you made a bunch of money, and you were like, oh, okay, I'll get on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, like, TikTok's my new friend. Tell me how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped into a clubhouse uh, thing this morning. They were talking about uh, hiring teens, like local teens going to like community college and finding media uh, majors and stuff like that to make their TikToks. It was a bunch of romance authors. And I was laughing because when I joined TikTok, I specifically joined with the plan that my girl child was making all my TikToks. And they were talking about like, how much do you pay them? Do you pay them per video? Do you pay them per hour? And I'm sitting back here going, I pay in Starbucks coffee. <laughs> we have cheap labor. That's oh, fine. <laughs> my kid to make my TikToks. What the heck? Right. On here? She does a great job. I'm, I'm very lucky. I even, so I got cheap though. And I taught her how to make uh, cold foam. So we don't have to always go to Starbucks. She can just, as long as I keep the ingredients in house, she can make all her own fancy coffees right here. Oh. at <laughs> Um, let everybody know where can they find your podcast? So you guys are on YouTube and then you guys drop them as regular podcast episodes too, right? Into the news feeds. Right. Yeah. Like Spotify, Apple, all those places. Um, okay. So yeah, we, we put it everywhere. We're not even sure. It, uh, she's making it sound like we know we have no idea everywhere that we are. 
I, we just hand it over to my husband and he does it. So who knows? We have one of those anchor links that has like, it sends it out to all the places where people listen. So, you know, if that, if you know what that is, we, we, <laughs> we do, but actually we're a step nerdier than that. My oh, husband cool. actually created our RSS feed himself and oh. we host it on our web server. And like, we are hundred percent indie because I was too cheap to like pay oh, into but any also of those. we had we had the nerd capabilities yeah so. to us so we're like one step farther we're like well wow. i'm putting this I'm, on on ty's agenda and he's gonna yeah. nerd us out onto our own website <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go down there as soon as we're done here and be like you did not tell me that you were skimping out on us slacker <laughs> um he can find my husband at mike burry um okay so tell everybody as we're finishing up here tell everybody what is next for you guys what books do you have coming out soon or did you just release something um i know misty you have a new book coming out in a couple weeks right or it just came out i have like a back-to-back release so june uh 28th i have my final book in my Royal Bastard series, Petra's Bikers. It's an MMF. That one comes out June 28th. And then a week later, I think it's a week, maybe two weeks later, um, I have Crow's Scorn coming out, which is an MC, but in a totally different world. Um, It's like a multi-author series like the Royal Bastards, but on a much smaller scale. And that one comes out on July 8th exciting what about you christy what's next for you it's a secret no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no i actually um i have been writing and stockpiling but i actually don't have anything that i'm publishing i don't think i don't think so i think i cleared off my whole schedule because i wanted to be free um i have some taboo stuff i'm working on yay i love your taboo stuff thank you i've got one that i'm working on that's not safe for amazon i've got one that i'm working on that is safe for amazon but super super spicy and still taboo and then um i'm actually working on something that I'll, i'll hopefully be releasing soon but it's a um like a I don't even know how frequent, I don't even know what I'm going to do yet. It's like, this is like something new, but it's kind of like a serial that follows this one couple. It's going to be MM and it's going to be super spicy and taboo. And I'm going to deliver it to my newsletter subscribers for free. So I'm just going to like put it in a rotation and they're going to get it for free every and It's so good. Yeah. I let her read the first episode and um, I'm actually having someone do like artwork for it. And so, and then she had to read the episode so she could do the artwork. And so then I'm going to make these little paperbacks um, for this series and like, and then when I get enough of them and it'll complete like, you know, um, a season. So it's going to be like, I don't know. It's going to be cool. Uh, almost like the Kindle Vela-esque, but right. you're in a newsletter. But now. I'm going to do it. To, I'm going to have control <clears throat> over it because first of all, I want to make it free. Mm-hmm. Um, until I can get like a bundle of them, then I'll probably put the whole bundle out for sale. But um, in that way, I don't know. I just like to have the control over it and see who's reading it and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So I love that idea. Um, Thank you both of you for giving us your time and joining us um, and chatting books with us and podcasts with us. We uh, truly 
appreciate both of you for joining us. Well, thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having not, us. This is fun. Put makeup on. And a blast. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to please and not make anyone wear makeup. <laughs> They were delightful to chat. They were delightful. I they were just so fun and you can tell like they genuinely like really, really like each other. They do. And to be honest, both of them were on my author wish list uh for very Mm -hmm. different reasons. So it was kind of cool that we got to talk with them together. Mm Mm-hmm. So um Okay, if you are listening to this podcast and you are participating in summer reading challenge, no, there is a special entry for summer reading at the bottom of our show notes. We're going to ask you a question specific to this episode. Once you listen all the way through, you will want to go to our on the shelf show notes for this episode and enter the answer to the question we ask. This will be an extra entry just for those listening to the podcast. We do ask that you not share this or tag us on social media. Just answer the question and gain an extra entry. It's kind of sneaky. It is sneaky. And I have no no control over the questions. It is all Becky. Just saying. Some pretty good questions. Oh, have you? I don't know. Yeah. Way to check out the show notes, Leah. Um... Yep, that's right. I, I look at them every week. I work really hard on those. I do you not appreciate my labor? I do appreciate your labor. I just... Anyway, <clears throat> we are in week five of the Summer Reading Challenge. I can't believe it's week five already. You're right. Sponsoring so this authors. Year. It, it's not, though. <laughs> Sponsoring authors this week are Karen Gray and Stacey Lynn in upcoming events that we have this week. June 27th, we have an Instagram live with author Karen Gray at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then also on June 27th, we have Happy Hour live event with author Avery Flynn. And we are going to talk with Avery at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And don't forget on the YouTube. Sorry. Yes. Um, Don't forget, you can join us for summer reading all summer long, even if you just join us for our lives. Those are entries, and you can enter them on the website. You can find details at bookcaseandcoffee.com backslash summer 2022. And for sponsoring authors releasing books this week and where to follow authors can be found on the website also bookcaseandcoffee.com backslash summer reading w5 the the number five not the word five yeah number five just go to our show notes bookcaseandcoffee.com find Mm -hmm. all the stuff um leah it's that time it's that time for a book book of of the the week week. i bet we could be number one in all the charts in all the countries if, if we had, had an echo, echo. Mm-hmm. he's rolling his eyes at us right now isn't he i'm sure he is <laughs> what was your book of the week so my book of the week was actually an arc that releases on june what's tuesday the 28th june 28th sure um it no, is not the 28th i don't know yeah the 28th it is hard and fast by mary carr um, this is book two in her Italian stallion series. Um, 
It was such a good read. First of all, Mary Carr does spicy, sexy romances like nobody's business. Book one was a thruple, um, male, female, male. And this is the sister of one of the dudes from book one. Um, she's a nerdy heroine. They're co-workers. It's a close proximity romance. They bet on a video game match. They play Call of Duty. And the winner... So if... If he wins, she has to sign with the company for seven years. She is a highly sought after IT security person. And they find out that another company is sniffing around. They're trying to poach her. Poacher. And so if if he wins the video game competition, she has to sign with the company for seven years. And if she wins, he has to help her learn to be girlier and sexier. He is a seduction coach and she Mm -hmm. is a virgin. She is delightfully nerdy though. And if you are coming, I am reading that right now. So if you're coming into it with this one and not reading book one, you will not be lost. It works extremely well as a standalone. Uh, Mary Carr does write stand her books. She writes very much standalone. You can machete her books like nobody's business. But don't do it. It stresses me out. Leah, what's your book of the week? My book of the week and it's not a surprise probably to anyone, is Until May by Aurora Rose Reynolds. This is book 11 in her Until Him, Her series. It is the second generation of the Basin series. And this is the last daughter of Asher in November to get a book. Um, it's So May is on a dating website and she gets catfished. But the picture that is used is a retired soccer player who he had to retire because of an injury who has moved back to the States um, because his dad had a stroke and he's taking over the construction company like while his dad recovers. It's so well done. It's an interesting take on that type of event, but Aiden, he, I mean, he feels the boom. They feel the boom because that's what she does and it is delightful and may is may's kind of not like into it at first because she thinks that he's kind of in on the catfishing but yeah but you'll find there's that little suspense element to it because of that but it is very well done and i was very excited for this book you've been talking about this book for days now so I have been talking about this book. I've been talking about this book for like months because it has not like, I was waiting for it, but did you see that Aurora teased? So the sister of Aiden and his best friend were so like dynamic in like their relationship. And you find out in the epilogue that they get together and I'm not spoiling that. Like you find out in the epilogue, they get together, but she's writing their book. Exciting. So exciting. Um, Okay. So Patreon. We love you guys. We love our Patreon supporters, and we would not be able to bring you the podcast without them. We currently have four open tiers on Patreon. They start at $5 a month. All tiers include membership to Drunk Book Club and other exclusive content. Um, We are at 37 members of Patreon. Once we hit 40 members, we will have the most biggest, bestest, epic of giveaways. Um... Once we reach that, we, so we'll have big giveaway, sorry. Um, And our big goal is 500 Patreon members so that Leah and I can just podcast full time. Which, so it's kind of a, we're not really going to be podcasting full time, but that's their goal. It is goals. Goals. Okay. So drunk book club, 
July's Drunk Book Club is going to be held July 16th, and we are going to be reading Good Time by Jana Aston. This is a Patreon exclusive event, but if you would like to test us out and see if we are your kind of people, because Becky and I know we are a lot and we lot. accept that. But if you would like to test out Drunk Book Club, send us an email at the bees at bookcasingcoffee.com and we will let you do a one-time test. It is so much fun. We play dirty games. The Return of Dirty Pictionary was a couple book clubs ago. So if you want to play that, you'll have to stick with us for a few months because we have to, <laughs> to temper those ones out. We do. It's a lot of fun. It's just, you know, if you want a book club that is very much romance geared, um, we're it. You know, we mm -hmm. are always going to read a romance book. We are always going to build up the romance genre. We, after we get done talking about the book for the first like 90 minutes, then we sit for hours sometimes afterwards just mm -hmm. slinging book wrecks at each other, you know, like, hey, did you read this book? Or you like that trope? You should read this book. It's a lot of fun. And I think all of us end up spending our entire book budget on book club oh, it's night. It's, it is wonderful and terrible all at the same time. And a lot of times we are very fortunate that the authors come and hang out with us, whether they, they stick do. around for just the discussion or if they stick around the whole night, because we've had it both ways. So yeah. it, it's just, it's such a good time It's the in best. the comfort of your home. Right. So you don't even have to wear pants. Nope. Um, did you know that each month at the end of the month, we release a full list of books we are anticipating for the next month. This is a great way to keep track of upcoming releases and books and we will, and what we will be reading in the coming months. Also by going through our website and clicking on the books and purchasing them off Amazon, you are actually supporting the podcast by purchasing through our Amazon affiliate links. Mm -hmm. So, and every little bit helps. It does. Okay. So we are very excited to be partnering with wildfire marketing solutions on an upcoming book club held on Facebook. And our first selection is going to be promise me forever by Layla Hagen. And we will be doing that on July 13th. Now this is a type in one discussion. It's not a live yeah. discussion. So if you're looking for that, that's not the place for this. Um, but Becky and I will both be popping in. Um, I don't think we have a set time that we're starting. I think we're starting at 9 PM Eastern standard time. Details are on our website, okay. um, but the conversation will go on for like 24 hours. So then mm -hmm. we'll, uh, we'll pose some questions and we'll be answering back and forth. And also, uh, promise me forever is in Kindle unlimited and it is book one and book four releases like a week or two after our book club. Mm -hmm. So it's a great way to kind of test out a series. And I think Layla Hagen writes some of the absolute best, best of family series romances. This will be my first Layla Hagen book. And I'm very excited. I mean, I've only be been screaming into. and yelling. Yeah. For but she, she has a big backlist. So she it's does. one of those where I haven't had the time to binge 30 books. So I've had to hold off. But we will have prizes and giveaways in that Facebook group throughout the night. So the link to the group is linked on our website. Um, mm -hmm. And then in Discord, our next group read is Wasted, Wor Wasted Words. Words by Stacy Hart. And that's on July 20th. And again, you can find all the details on our website, on our event page, um, and it will link you straight to all the different groups. So if you want to try Promise Me Forever for Layla Hagen, you will, can go on our website, click on that link. It'll take you over to the Facebook group that uh, Wildfire 
marketing solutions hosts. Um, mm -hmm. But we are pretty much taking over that group. It is becoming our book club group. So, mm -hmm. so be okay. on the lookout for more fun events with us in Wildfire. Yes. And then next up, um, we are going back to the tropes. We will be discussing all the fakes, what our favorite fake relationship romances are, what type of fake relationship romance they are. We're going to have, I think, five different types this yes. time. We're going to cover we, we snuck fake relationships. An extra one. Fake relationships in general, uh, fake engagements, marriage at convenience, arranged marriages, and seduction Section dating coach. coaches. Mm -hmm. Which, funny story. Today on the Facebook, I asked for book recs for seduction, dating, and um, sex book, you know, like relationships. But I coaching. Well, Becky put it on her personal Facebook But I page. didn't put romance books because I just assumed everybody knew I was looking for romance books. Somebody sent me self-help book recs. <laughs> anyway, I'm a mess. But... Um, make sure you come back next week uh, for all the trope wrecks so that we can help you keep your TBR full. Because mm -hmm. that's what we do. That's what we do. Anyway, until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.